Emmy, please stop being so fussy. You're going to give Mother a headache. Here, Blake. Let me have the baby. What? Who are you? How do you know my name? I'm sorry, how rude of me. My name is Miss Riley. I used to care for your grandfather and later your father and his brothers. You... you knew my father? Oh, yes. You bear a remarkable resemblance to him. That's what my mother says. I don't think I ever saw your father this sad, though. Did I startle you? No, it's just... Emmy won't stop crying. I have yet to meet the baby that I can't stop from fussing. Give her to me. Okay, but don't tell Mother. She says Emmy is my responsibility. It will be our secret. There now. That's much better. Wow, I wish I knew how to do that. Blake, dear child, you do your best, but you weren't trained to take care of children like I was. Now, would you like to hear about how your grandfather came to build Heridge, Nevada, and this house? Oh, I like stories. And now, Secrets of Heritage House, created by John Adams and Scott Young, continues with part one of a special three-part episode. your step, Miss Schroeder. Oh my god, is that the rattles? That is a Crotalus scutellatus, commonly known as the Mojave Green, a venomous pit viper. Then why are you picking it up? Kill the thing! I would never do that. This fellow's just a little nervous. He's not used to entertaining guests. Guests? <laughs> the desert belongs to him, and others like him. You'd do well to remember it while you're here. <sighs> Why did I let you talk me into coming here? I should have taken the Johns Hopkins residency. My parents will never forgive me. They'll come around once we can show them what we're doing here. Those cold fish at Johns Hopkins could never understand our work. I'll give you this. You've never lacked confidence or imagination. Yes, imagination. The only thing holding us back as a species is our inability to understand that the universe has more to offer. Ugh, spare me the sales pitch, Josiah. You already dragged me away from the comforts of Boston to this godforsaken desert. I still don't understand why we can't be doing our work on the East Coast with the rest of civilization. No, the coast is no good. The war is winding down, and there are too many people. That's not what the papers say. But it's true. The Germans are defeated, and they know it. The Japanese will fight another year, but without Europe to occupy everyone's attention, they're done too. Mark my words, this war will be finished by the end of 1945. That's a good thing, right? Sure, but once it happens, all those soldiers and doctors and scientists are coming home. Do you know where they'll end up? The East Coast? Exactly. It's going to be a mess. I can't work in that environment, which is why I chose Nevada. No one else has a reason to come here. 
Mr. Harridge. What is it, James? Mr. Harridge, those men from the government, they're back. You're my head of security. Do your job. Get rid of them. Yeah, I know, sir, and believe me, I tried. But those guys won't take leave for an answer. What do you want me to do? Easy, James. I'll go talk to them. Will you see Miss Schroeder back to the camp? You want me to take her on the horse? I'm taking the horse. Can't keep our government's best and brightest waiting, can we? No, I guess not. I'll see you both at dinner. Yeah. Oh, I should have brought two horses. Or a truck. I don't trust those things. Oh, right. Your leg. Sorry. Oh, I spent two months in a Mark VI tank. I'll take a horse any day. Less likely to get blown up. What were you and Doc doing out here anyway? He's not actually a doctor. Oh, he acts like one. Has that way of letting everyone know he's smarter than them. Don't take it personally. He's smarter than pretty much everyone. You little sweet on him? Hardly. We met when I was 20, and he was a 15-year-old student at Harvard Medical School. He's more like a little brother to me. I see. I didn't mean any offense. It's fine. We were looking for signs of water for another pump house. Josiah wants another 50 researchers here by Christmas. That would put us over 500 people. The camp is starting to feel like a town. Wait until you see the house he wants to build. Well, I see you gentlemen made yourselves at home. Meant no offense, young man. Just looking for a decent cup of joe. And maybe to nip some hooch if we came across any. Hard to get a good drink out here. I agree. Maybe you should go back to Washington. I hear they have all manner of bars and taverns. Maybe all of us should go to Washington. Some people there would love to talk about what you're doing out here in Nevada. Sure. Listen, I told you before, my work here is private. And I have no interest in sharing it with the United States government. The U.S. government could be your friend, Josiah. Think about what you could do with federal funding and access to the best tools and instruments. Not to mention protection. You can't feel safe out here all alone in the desert with that Aussie cowboy playing sheriff. James Lawson is more than capable of protecting us. And besides, I don't have any enemies out here. But if I start working with the government, that would put a target on my back. How about you let a government liaison join your research team strictly in a hands-off role, and they can report to DC for you. That would still allow you funding, but wouldn't take up any of your time. You think I'm gonna let some government spy watch over my work? Do you think I'm an idiot? Quite the contrary. We happen to think you're one of the smartest boys in America. Your Harvard professors agree. People are worried, Josiah. They see you out here bringing in more and more smart people. They start to wonder just what the hell you're doing. With the team you have here, you could be creating chemical or biological agents that could be used as weapons. I have no desire to make weapons. Why not? Check the news, kid. There's a war going on, and we need all hands on deck to win it. Don't you want to do your part? My family has already done its part for the world. Good day, gentlemen. Jesus, kid. Listen to reason. We're trying to help you here. 
I don't need any help. Never have. You can see yourselves out. Boots, Josiah. I know, I know. The bread comes out of the oven in five minutes. Just enough time for you to wash off all that dirt. I'm 20 years old, Miss Riley. I don't need a babysitter anymore. Well, your parents left you in my care, and I intend to see to it that you stay in good working order. My parents died when I was 12. I'd say your job is done. You should go back to Providence. I'm sure your family wants to see you. You're not getting rid of me that easily. Here, sit down. Thank you. This smells great. It's nothing fancy. Just ham and beans. If I had a better kitchen, I could prepare proper meals. We're going to start work on the house as soon as I secure the materials. And the kitchen will be built to your specifications. That will be nice. I always loved the kitchen in the old house. With the wood-burning stove? We can do better than that. Just because something is old-fashioned doesn't mean it isn't useful. You'd do well to remember that, Josiah. How is your day? It was fine. Miss Schroeder and I surveyed the territory east of camp for another pump house. We're going to need it soon. Miss Schroeder is welcome to join us for dinner, if you'd like to spend more time with her. I've told you, it's not like that. She's an intelligent woman, but she works for me. That's all. If you say so. What else happened? Oh, those G-men were back. Again? They were just here a week ago. What did they want? They didn't say exactly. But whatever it is, they're not being shy about it. Probably want me to make German-killing weapons. Would you do that? No. You know I'm working to eradicate all deadly disease, not to bring about more death. You of all people should know my feelings on the subject. Of course. I'm sorry. But we have been making some breakthroughs in our work on airborne pathogens. Soon, I think that we will be able to create a way for... Go ahead, James. I'm here. We've got a situation in the shelter. It's Dr. Lang. He collapsed. Is he breathing? Just barely. Take him to the medical tent. I've got to meet me there. Is there anything I can do? I'll send someone if I need you. Where is he? Over here. Hurry. I think he stopped breathing. What's going on? It's Victor. He was eating dinner and he stood up and grabbed his shoulder and collapsed. Which shoulder? Uh, he's left, I think. Sounds like a myocardial infarction. What? A heart attack. We need to get him breathing. I'll start chest compressions. Greta, get the ventilator ready. <sighs> One. Two. Three. <coughs> Victor, keep breathing. That's it. Deep breaths. The stone must find the stone. What's he saying? Something about a stone? Listen to me. Buried six, seven kilometers north of camp. Beneath two intertwined cypress trees. What is it? 
Victor? What did you bury? Stone! My family protected. You must find it. What is this stone, Victor? Why do we need to find it? Here is es nicht sicher. What is that? German? Here is es nicht sicher. He's gone. What was he talking about? What was that German he said just before he died? Never mind that. Guard the tent. No one comes in here. Got it? Okay, I'm on it. What did he say, Greta? It is not safe here. What do you think he meant? I don't know. Do you? Dr. Lang served in the Great War, and he told me that he had encountered things in this world that defied science or logic. It's one of the reasons why I brought him here. His willingness to believe the unbelievable. So, you think this stone he was talking about is one of those things? Maybe. I think we need to find it quickly. He used his last breath to tell us it is not safe here. We should listen to him. I'm here. How is it going? It's not going at all, sir. We've been out here for two weeks and we've come up with deadly squad. Put Miss Schroeder on. Hello, Josiah. No luck? Have you found the trees? Oh, we found trees. We found cypress and father birch and quaking aspen and ponderosa pine, but none of them intertwined and none with anything buried beneath them. Expand the search area by half a kilometer in each direction. Split into smaller teams. Find the trees, or we'll never find the... Damn it. I've got to go. Those feds are back. Let me know as soon as you find something. Mr. Harridge. Agent King. Agent Matheson. What? Not gonna invite us in for milk and cookies? Surely the son of East Coast High Society was taught the finer points of hospitality. Don't talk about my parents. What do you want? It's not what we want, it's what the government wants, and that's you. They're done playing games. Good. So am I. You've got quite a few scientists and doctors out here, don't you? Sure. It's a research facility. I've filled it with researchers. Yeah. People from all over the U.S., England, Germany. You have quite a few Germans working for you, don't you? Those men left Germany before the Reich rose to power. There are no Nazis here. You even have a couple of Japanese, right? Yes. Top of their fields. The boys in Washington started wondering what could happen if German and Japanese scientists got together. You know the answer? What? Nothing good. We tried to tell him that Josiah Harridge is as American as apple pie, but that's a hard sell, what with your reluctance to work with us. We're thinking maybe it would be best if we go through your camp here, interview and background check everyone you have working for you, and make sure everything is on the up and up. Shouldn't take more than, oh, six months to a year? Two years tops. You have no right We to have every right. You're an American. You bought this land from the U.S. government, and we'd be fools to turn a blind eye to whatever you're doing here. 
Look, we're giving you a chance to work with us. But if you refuse, we will shut you down. You're welcome to try. But if you do, you better bring a hell of a lot more guys than just the two of you. Get out of my camp. You're making a big mistake. We'll be back. Count on it. You know, when I signed on as Josiah's head of security, I didn't imagine that would involve treasure hunting. I know. I trained these hands to perform surgery, not dig holes. <laughs> <laughs> but really, why did you come out here? It sounds like you could have had a pretty good life back where you came from. That was the plan. I went to college and then Harvard. I had it all planned out. And then I met this kid, this boy, and he changed the way I looked at things. He was 15 years old, but he seemed to know more about the world than anyone else in our class, or even the professors. He is smart, I'll give you that. Well, why did you come to work here? Surely a war hero could have his pick of jobs. You'd be surprised. When you're injured like I am, people want to line up and tell you thanks for your service pat you on the back and buy you a beer. But when you start asking about a job, they don't want to talk to you. So, but this was the only job offer you got? There were others, but Josiah... What? He offered you more money? Surely you didn't come here for the accommodations. He told me that if I worked for him, he would never give me an order. And has he kept his word? So far, yeah. Maybe Dr. Lang was delirious. Could be he buried this thing somewhere in Europe and thought he was back there. You were there? Did he sound delirious to you? No. He sounded scared. Wait, look! Over there! Where? There, on the left! Two trees intertwined! Are they cypress? Yeah, they are! Get me a shovel! Fair crack of the whip! We found it! If we put the general store here, we can build a library across the street and down the block. Come in. Josiah, there's a man here to see you. If he's with those feds, tell him to get lost. No, he's not with the government. He says... Well, I'll let him tell you. Fine. Show him in. This is Josiah Herridge. Josiah, this is Mr. Thomas Cipher. Mr. Cipher, pleased to meet you. Mr. Herridge, I thought you would be older. I'll be outside if you two need anything. I'm young, and I'm busy. How can I help you? Why have you come here? I'm sorry. That, that's what I'm asking you. Why are you here? No, to this land. 
Why are you disturbing it? I... I don't understand. I belong to the Washo. For 8,000 years, my people have protected this land. Look, I'm sorry, but I bought this land from the federal government. If you have any issue with that, you would have to take it up with... What I take issue with is you and your people coming here and disturbing this land. It is not safe here. You should leave. Are you threatening me? No, not at all. This land that you occupy, it is a place marked by death and misfortune. For millennia, my people have guarded it. Now, the task falls to me. If you stay here, you will come to regret it. Okay, sure. Look, I appreciate what you're doing, and I am sympathetic to your plight. But I'm not going to fall for superstitious nonsense. We are conducting important work here. Work that will help all people. Now, I'm not about to shut it all down now just because you tell me the boogeyman is coming. You will come to regret this. I pray that it is not too late. Thanks. Lots of luck to you, too. Take this. A feather? Yes. The feather of a golden eagle. As the eagle watches over the land below it, so will we be watching over you. If we can offer protection, we will do so. Thank you. I'll cherish it. Good afternoon, Mr. Harridge. And good luck. I'm here. We found it. Josiah, we found it. We're heading back to the camp now. I'll meet you in my lap. Let's see it then. Uh, here it is. A stone with writing inscribed on it. What language is this? I didn't have a chance to look. German? Maybe an older form? I don't think so. At least nothing I've seen. It looks Scandinavian. Do you recognize these figures? No. So why would Victor use his dying breath to tell us to find this? Not just find it, but remove it. He said it is not safe here. He wanted us to take the stone away from this place. Something tells me that Dr. Lang was hiding something from us. Where did we put his effects? I had James put them in the ice house with his body so they wouldn't get separated. I was hoping we could find some family to claim everything, but so far, no luck. Well, let's go have a look through his things, see if we can find any clues as to what this stone means. It's not cold enough to truly stop decomposition. Only slow it down. Where is things? Over there, in the corner. Let's see. Medical equipment, a telescope, some pens. Here, I found some letters. Let's take a look at those and... Greta? You okay? That wasn't me. What in the hell? Oh my god! What is happening? Is he alive? Nonsense. Uh, we both saw him die. The stone. 
Must find the stone. <laughs> you killed him. He was already dead. Grab his bag. We're getting out of here. in there. He came back to life. That's not possible. It must have been gas escaping or something else. Victor, talk to us, Josiah. Okay, yeah, you're right. Stay here. I need to check something. What are you going to do? Stay out here. I'll be right back. Josiah, are you okay? Josiah, I'm coming in. It's okay. I'm fine. What are you doing? It's the stone. When I brought it close, Victor's body reanimated. But how? How is that possible? I haven't a clue, but we must find out. Don't you see? If this stone enables one to truly defy death, this could be the biggest scientific discovery we've ever made. That's not science. It's magic. Who's to say what magic is? Perhaps it's simply science we are not yet equipped to understand. I don't know. Dr. Lang tried to warn us. Maybe we should just get rid of this stone, send it somewhere far, far away. In due time, Miss Schroeder. We are scientists. We must first investigate this stone using all available resources. Let's get to work. Day 14, test 10. Subject, non-responsive. Enter! All right, I'm all packed. Are you sure about this? I am. The answers we seek are out there, in Europe. I need you to retrieve them. They're just starting to understand what the stone can do. Why send me away now? I'm not sending you away. We will be working in tandem, each keeping diligently to our journals so that we keep abreast of our research. I just... I feel like I'm abandoning you. Abandoning everything that we have worked on here. My dear Greta, you will be bolstering the work that we have done. I have no one else I can trust with this task save for myself, and I cannot leave the camp. Not with the government threatening to shut it down. All right, truck's all packed. Thank you for doing this, James. You'll be back in four days? Maybe five. It's a two-day drive to Chicago to drop Miss Schroeder off at the airport. And then I may spend a day in the city. And who will be in charge of camp security while you're gone? I hired a secretary, wife of one of the new researchers, Donna Jones. She's very capable. If you need anything, just ask her. She can send out one of the men. All right. Off with you two. Greta, write me with any discoveries you make. Do you remember our code from medical school? Josiah, this isn't passing notes in class. It's... It's much more important. No one can know of our research. Not yet. All right. Be careful. Both of you. You got it, boss. Vivil. And Greta? Yes? Don't let anything happen to that stone.
How's the new pump house coming? Hello? Come in. Damn these things! You just see the walkie-talkies the army has. Send a signal a hundred miles. Agent King. Agent Matheson. Why are you here? It's time, Josiah. Enough of your games and excuses. Uncle Sam wants to know what you're working on out here. They want to know now. We've been over this. I have no desire to work for the government. We know. But here's the thing. You bought this land from the U.S. That's right. It's mine now. But you still pay taxes on it. Right now, you're being taxed for the purchase value, but with the improvements you've made, it's been appraised for a higher amount. How much? Enough to bankrupt you, no matter how much Mommy and Daddy left you. It's over, Harridge. Josiah Harridge? Agent King, Agent Matheson. Staying out of trouble, I presume? Just talking with Mr. Harridge. No worries, Miss Ramden. I heard you're harassing one of my potential business partners. We, we didn't know he was working with you. It's time you boys returned to Washington. There's a military transport leaving Vegas tonight. Yes, Miss Ramden. Yes, Miss Ramden. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. How did you do They shouldn't bother you anymore. Who are you, Miss... Ramden. Deborah Ramden. What did you mean by potential business partner? I'd like a word if you have time. Yes. Come inside. So, how can I help you? I came here to help you. How much did Agents King and Matheson want? How did you know? It's the government. It's always about money. How much? They didn't say, but a lot. More than I have. No, it's not. Look at this. Rocks? What is this? Magnetite? You have a good eye. Yes, it's magnetite. But look closer. Some silver speckles and streaks. That, Mr. Harridge is vanadium. It's valuable, it's hard to find, and these hills are full of it. So you're saying I should mine it? I'm saying we should. I want to work with you. I've heard great things about you, and I want to be involved in whatever you're doing here. We can start by mining, cut the government in to keep them off your back, and use the proceeds to fund your research. Maybe, but it would take a huge investment. I can help with that as well. This mine... It will be the bedrock on which the town of Harridge, Nevada, is built. This is just a camp. There will be a town, Josiah. You and I are going to do great things here. I like this story, Miss Riley. I thought you might. Emmeline has fallen asleep. Let's put her in the crib before I continue. This episode was written by Cody Lindenberger, directed by Cody Lindenberger and Scott Young, and produced by Joe Bly, Heidi Hampton, and Scott Young. 
Sound engineering and sound editing were provided by Joe Bly. Music was provided by Mike and Linda Bottinger. The cast included Asher Honor Huang as Blake, Quinn Cafferata Jenkins as Josiah, Victoria Kohanic as Greta, Michelle Calhoun as Deborah, James Devro Lewis as Agent King, R. Mike Kelly as Agent Matheson, and Jim Strempel as Dr. Lang. Special appearances by Morrison James as James, David Scheinkoff as Thomas Seifer, and Patricia Connolly as Miss Riley. This program is produced by KNBC 95.1 FM and Diaz Media Group and is funded in part by donations from our listeners. Please visit our websites for more information. Tune in next time for part two of this special three-part episode of Secrets of Heritage House.